This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands. Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand. I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts. But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse. Hello and welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media, and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio, and Radio Kidnappers. And also you can listen to us on podcasts, so you can find us on the Free FM website on freefm.org.nz, or on Access Radio, so accessradio.org, Apple Podcasts, you can find us on Spotify, so Finding Stigma is on Spotify, which I just find fantastic. You can listen to us live streaming through the Free FM website, which again is freefm.org.nz, or on TuneIn, or if you have an Amazon Echo device, you can also use the Free FM 89 Alexa skill. So... Welcome, hello, I'm Vanessa, I'm your host today. So I'm really looking forward to, so March, how's, how's March been going for you? <laughs> it's trucking along, isn't it? Like we're getting there, it's always like, what, a week away, do we go? Um, maybe just under? <laughs> I, I definitely find March is one of the first months that I find everything just feels like it's speeding up and going really quick, and it's like, hey, where's the rest of the year gone and what's going on? And then it kind of, because, yeah, it gets a little bit better and then we're going to be winter and it's really hard work for my mental health and physical health and then, like, kind of do okay for the rest of the year and then till we're kind of in sort of, like, October and go, what? Where'd the year go? So, yeah, that's where I'm at. So with that idea in mind, what I thought I'd talk to you about today is the five things to do each day which is just a beautiful little suggestion to do that I found from a Chicken Soup for the Soul book um, many, many years ago. I can't remember who the author was, who gave the the story in the in the book, um, but it's just really great. So it's just five, suggest- things, five things that they suggest you do every day, which I know if I manage to do any or all of them every day makes a huge difference to my life. And I know several people who have found it immeasurably di- like made a huge difference focusing on doing them. Because actually, like if you listen to last week's Finding Stigma show, we talked about mindfulness. We did it for the Mindfulness Ma- March calendar from Action for Happiness. And we like just being aware of each day and paying attention and making a real conscious choice of your actions can make a really big difference to our mental and emotional health and just our stress levels in general and our engagement with the world because there's a lot going on right now that can be very stressful I know 2020 was just a complete write-off for a lot of us and 2021 is not shaping up to be as bad but also not as great as a lot of us were hoping for (laughs) I know it has still been very stressful and I know going in and out of alert levels have been really stressful for a lot of people and made a really big difference to how 
their year is going in ways they're able to do things and what they can plan for and what's happening. So once I've done, I'm going to introduce our sponsor, I'll get into talking about what the five things are and kind of how we can use them in our life and how it can make a bit of a difference. But as I said, before I do all that and get into all that juiciness, I want to have a chat about our sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers, and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities, based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, recovery education, workshops, employment preparation and support, including navigation with other services. Service users are allocated a community support facilitator on referral depending on their goals to mental recovery and achievement. We have offers in Hamilton, Tokoroa and New Plymouth. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know might be interested in and you are in the Waikato DHB region, Tauranaki or Taupo, um, then have a listen to this ad I'm about to play um, for Progress to Health and get in touch with us. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Now don't worry if you missed any of those contact details for Progress to Health. I do play that ad again at the end of the show, so just hang around, listen to the rest of the show and grab a pen and paper and you'll be able to grab any contact details for Progress to Health if you feel like that sounds like something would be great for yourself or someone else you know. So, as I was saying, the five things a day. So that's literally all it was called in the book. And in the the story that I read in a chicken soup for the soul, I can't remember if it was the original one or one of the other different ones. There's many different chicken soup for the soul stories um, books now. They're really fantastic, and I really like them. And it was all about this gentleman. He was telling the story about how when he was growing up, his aunt lived with him. And so this is this is from my memory. So just be aware, it may be slightly different than the actual story because I'm just going from memory, which may not be the best. So he was telling the story of like when he was growing up, his aunt lived with him and that he just, she was always there. She was always very sad um, and he wasn't really sure why they she lived with them, but she did. It was his mum's sister. and But she was always doing stuff around the house. Like he remembered that she was always sad and she, quite often she was crying, but she was always doing things. And he was like, oh, well, I guess that's just what happens. <laughs> you know, as you do when you're a child, you just, that's just what happens. Your life, your family life is just how everything is, right? And as an adult, he saw her again, like she'd moved out at some point. And they were chatting and he said, so auntie, what was going, why, what was happening? Why were you with us? Why were we always sad? We were always so busy. And she talked about how she'd lost her fiance in the war and that she was just miserably sad. And obviously we now know it would be depression. And, but her sister brought her in to live with her so that she could be looked after and be okay. And she was just spent months and months just doing nothing but crying and being sad and being able to do nothing. And then she realized that actually that was no life. And so she had to make herself a list of things that she could had to do every day because she found that if she was just trying to naturally do what came up, she wasn't doing anything except crying. <laughs> so she made herself a list of five things to do every day. And I just re- this just resonated with me so, so much in the story about that sometimes when our emotions are so overwhelming and so strong, whether negative or positive, like we can't, there's no actions we can take. We can only sit there and feel. 
And especially if we have depression or anxiety or there are emotions are just really overwhelming, we can't choose actions. We can't, that, that part of our brain that can make conscious choices isn't engaged. And it's, or we're just so stopped by, we have no energy because we've been so emotionally overwrought for such a time that actually we have no energy left. So the idea of getting up and doing something is just incredibly dreadfully hard. So having a list of just five things, like five things doesn't feel too much, but it doesn't feel too short. And I'm about to tell you what the five things are, and they're, they're really great. Like the when if you're able to focus on doing each of the five things, and I find quite often I cheat if I'm having a not great day, I will actually find something that does multiple of the five things. That's really good, um, and it can make a really big difference. So I'll I'll tell you straight off the bat what they are, and then I'll talk a bit more in depth about kind of how they can make a difference and how we can action them in our lives. So the five things are: do one thing each day that is physical. Do one thing each day that is mental. Do one thing each day that has to be done. Do one thing each day for someone else. And do one thing each day for yourself. Now that may be not quite the exact wording of the um, story. I actually have a handout that I use when I give this out to people. Um, that The wording is exactly from the story, but I don't have one on me. I'm doing this from my memory. Uh, but it just can make a really big difference. So that's it's really great because what you work out is that it actually kind of covers so much stuff, right? So it covers your physical well-being, it covers your mental well-being, it covers some self-care, it covers kind of just the personal responsibility we have to do, but it also covers engagement with other people and making a difference for other people because that can give us a huge amount of joy, but it also means we don't isolate, which is a huge thing, isn't it? Because how many of us when we start getting down, we start getting overwhelmed with our emotions or whatever our mental health is throwing at us or whatever the challenges in life are happening, that we isolate because actually it just, it's a safety mechanism, right? We, we hide because that's actually feels safer at the time. So I really like that. And it doesn't, it's not, because who've had people suggest things to you that are just like, hey, if you just go for a walk every day, you'll be heaps better. Or you just actually have to choose to be happy, right? Like any one of those things generally isn't going to make a difference. But actually sometimes if you do an action each day that does something to help all the different parts of us, it actually can make a really big difference. Because if you think about te whare so your mental and emotional well-being, your physical well-being, your social well-being and your spiritual well-being, these five things a day cover almost all of them. So other than the spiritual one being specifically spoken, unless you actually choose to do the thing to do for yourself every day is like prayer or meditation or yoga or going for a walk on the beach or something that helps fuel your spiritual side. Like it does match up. Like it, it's really, it's that universal thing of we're not, there's not one part of us. You have to look at all the different parts of you and your different parts of your life and look after them. Right. So I'm going to leave you to thinking about that while I play us a song. So I want you to have a think about, like, do you already do stuff like that? Do you do something mental? Do you do something physical? Do you do something that has to be done? Do you do something for someone else and you do something for yourself? And do you do that every day? Because that's the thing that I know is I get tripped up on the everydayness of it. And that is just a thought process I have and then I have to work, like a mindset I have and I'm tr working on changing that mindset. And I think maybe the thing to do, if I have the thing to do every day is change that, work on changing that mindset, it might be the thing to do. 
but have a think about like how many of those do you do? What are the actions you do? How does that work? Does it make a difference if you are doing things like that? So have a think about all that while you listen to No Doubt You Can Do It here on the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM 89.0. <laughs>
Welcome back to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. I'm your host today, Vanessa. I'm talking about the five things you could try each day, you could do each day. And so it's do one thing mental, one thing physical, one thing that needs to be done, one thing for someone else, and one thing for yourself. So it sounds really simple, but actually, how often do we do it? Did you ever think about why you're listening to that awesome No Doubt song? Like, do you do those? Is that something that goes on? I know there are definitely days where I don't do anything physical, or it might be days where I don't do anything that has to be done. Uh, and some days I don't do anything for myself. And not always do they match up for the same days. Like some days I do some, most or all of those, but it's not a regular thing for myself to actually always be doing every one of those. Which being said, I actually know it makes a huge difference if I do do all of them. So it's something I know I'm working on to try and do. And I've shared that idea and that handout with quite a few different people. And I've got one person who makes a real effort to do them regularly. And it's made an enormous difference for her. And it's just been really incredible. And I've got a couple of other people who do it regularly. Like they don't start out with the, they're going to do it every single day. But it's kind of their focus for a week. Within the week, they're going to make sure they do that. And they found that made a really big difference because it's not really specific activities. Like you don't have to say, it's not like saying, okay, so you have to go for a walk every day or you have to talk to your neighbor regularly or you must give to charity or, you know, it's not like specific things, right? It's do something, something mental. So if you're someone who really likes Sudoku, then go for it. Someone who likes crosswords. I like little computer games where you have to kind of work out how to do things in the right order so that things happen right. Hey, that's my mental side, the stuff that I do. Or even just a really cool conversation with someone, whether it's talking about Foucault or you're talking about international politics or you're arguing which is the right order to watch MCU movies, right? Like it's, if you get that real intellectual kind of stimulation and get that real mental kind of buzz, it doesn't matter what level it is, right? And then the physical stuff, I quite often, I quite often have the, uh, like I'll do vacuuming, I'll vacuum my house and that is my physical thing, the thing that needs to be done, the thing that I'm doing for someone else because then my mum doesn't have to do it because I live with my mum. And so it was like, you know, I can, if I'm having a bad day, I can try and make myself do that because then I can tick off three things and I'm, that's, that's good and it's done <laughs> and it feels better. Right. So exercise, like the physical doesn't have to be necessarily go do exercise. It can be. Maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it's mowing the lawns. Maybe it's going to a dance class. Maybe it's doing yoga. Maybe it's literally just doing some gentle stretches because actually where your body's at is it needs some self-care. It needs some gentleness. It needs some care and like a like TLC it needs some looking after. Right. The ones that I always find people kind of come up with the is Everyone can always come up with ideas for something mental, something physical, and something that needs to be done, right? And you get to choose what the need to be done one is. Like, it, no one else gets to choose what the need to be done is. Like, so it could be actually budget, doing your budget. Maybe it's cleaning out the fridge. Maybe it's just doing the dishes. I know quite often I never have an issue about trying to find that because I'm not great with housework, so there's always something that needs to be done. But a lot of people struggle with the doing something for someone else and doing something for yourself because either they're like... Actually, I'm not doing well, so actually looking after other people is too hard, and actually I should be looking after myself. Or the do something for yourself is like, no, I need to I need to be focusing outside because actually I'm so selfish, I always think about myself, and you feel really guilty about that. But for both of those, the self-care and also 
the interaction, the rapport, the, the giving back and the being involved with other people in whatever way can make a huge, huge difference to our well-being. We know self-care is super important. We know looking after ourselves, you have to look after yourself before you can actually do anything else. It's that whole idea, you can't give from an empty cup, and so you've got to refill your cup, you've got to look after yourself. Or <laughs> the little saying that, uh, from the safety video on an aeroplane, if the oxygen mask come down, put yours on first before you do it, anyone out, put on any help, anyone put on theirs. Because you can't help someone if you're not doing okay, right? But at the same time with that is like helping other people. It doesn't have to be big. Quite often I think we get really stuck on the idea of if we're doing something for someone else, it has to be enormous. could literally just be smiling at your neighbour. It could be actually you notice that the neighbour's newspaper got thrown on the lawn and it's not right next to their letterbox. You, you don't take it to the door, you just pick it up and put it next to their letterbox. It can be something really, really simple. And it could it doesn't have to be for someone outside your house or outside your family unit. It could be someone at your work. It could be you just, as you're going to go get a hot drink at work, you ask someone you're walking past, did they want a hot drink and you make it for them. It doesn't have to be a regular thing. It doesn't have to be the same thing. It doesn't have to be expensive or time-consuming or difficult. If that <laughs> it works for you, do you want to do something expensive, time-consuming or difficult, go for it, very definitely. But it doesn't have to be. It can be whatever little action will have you make a difference with someone else in some small way that has you feel a connection with someone else. And I find that can be really, really beautiful and make a really big difference, especially if we're not doing well mentally. I find when my mental health is really down, when I'm really when I'm getting into depression, actually engaging with other people is really hard and really scary and really overwhelming. But doing little things for other people makes my sense of self worth go up. So that increases my feeling like I can do things, that which then means I do some stuff, which means I have a bit more energy, which means I then do some more things. So it kind of it's a self perpetuating increase in the cycle of doing well. And so I know it's one of the things that can make the biggest difference for me. But that being said, quite often we're just not in the space where we're able to do those things. Or we just, we don't know where to start next, right? Like we just really need to talk to someone, we really need something to help us get through and work out how to like focus next. And sometimes we don't have anyone in life we can do that with like in our real life so whether that's because it's 2am or maybe you don't have anyone around you right now that you feel comfortable talking to about what's ever is going on um, but this, what I'm going to do now is play a series of support lines so if you ever do need some help you might have some ideas of some people you could ring to hopefully get some help so grab a pen and paper and note some of these down so the first support line that I want to give you is 1737 now that's pretty much what it's called so need to talk 1737. It's a free call or text service and it's available 24 7, um, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with a trained counsellor and this service is completely free. So if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call or give them a text. 1737. The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT Team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a Crisis Assessment Team, they're part of the Community Mental Health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. 
The next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now their number is 0800-543-354. And they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around like the, um, with John Kewen. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service, but this is the phone line service. So Depression Helpline 0800 111 now they're there, they're, if you just have someone, you need someone safe to talk to, they're available from 8am in the morning to midnight. And they're a really great service, just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you. Now the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line, it's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line, it's for general health, medical, um, medical health, physical health and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body, you don't know what's happening, you're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611 116, and that's available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whanau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Totoko, which is 0508 828 865. Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508744633. And the last number that I want to give you is I want to give you the outline. Now this is a gay and lesbian outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, so the outline, the number is 0800 688 5463. Now don't stress if you missed any of those contact details for any of those support lines. I do play that series of support lines at the end of every single show of Finding Stigma. So come back next week and listen again and you'll be able to get those or else you can find us on any of those podcasts. So you can get podcasts of us from Free FM website, so freefm.org.nz. Uh, we go through Apple Podcasts. We also are on Spotify. I love Finding Stigma is on Spotify. It just makes me really happy. So if you have a look up there and any of the shows at the very end, you'll have those support lines. So... Hopefully the five things to do each day have given you some ideas, even if you don't do all of them, maybe it's given you an idea to kind of how to focus things and what you're going to look at next, but pretty much I hope that just gives you a few happy thoughts for the next week. From us all here, take care.
At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.